welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get real about what it takes to become the wealthiest and happiest version of you. After creating my first seven-figure year, 12 months after having my first baby, I am on a mission to show as many women as possible how they can create tons of money in their online business with the most ease and joy possible. I'm here to inspire you and guide you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the Fully Free Podcast. I think that you guys are going to love this episode. If you are someone who has been having up and down income, or maybe you've just been struggling to get to your next income level, maybe you're like me in the past and you're struggling with um, settling or being stuck at a plateau, being stuck at a certain income level for a long time. Well, we are going to cover three things that I want you to look at, that I want you to journal on, ask yourself if you're not where you want to be financially, okay? And these are coming straight from conversations that I have had with clients recently. So the reason I like to share that is because it's really important and freeing and sometimes just nice to know, like, you're not alone. So I want to start this off by saying a lot of the time when we find ourselves in a position of up and down income or plateaued income or just not where we want to be, we're hard on ourselves. We're mean to ourselves. We're disappointed in ourselves. And if you're listening to this podcast, you are the kind of woman who continually refocuses and chooses growth and abundance and limitless potential every single day. And most people are not doing that. And this work, this internal work, as well as external work is hard. And it is something that you don't have to prioritize, but you choose to. And so I'm just here to tell you that you're not alone in this. You're not crazy. You're not stupid. You're not annoying. You're not a problem. You're not a pain. You're none of those things. And you should not treat yourself as such. You are incredible. You continually show up to do the work most people won't do. You continually show up for growth. You continually show up for expansion. And you should admire yourself for that. Okay, three things that we are going to look at. Number one, if your income is up and down, okay, then your energy is up and down as well. There's just no way around it. So the thing to figure out is why. And all three of these questions are going to help you uncover why that is. But this is especially important for number one to realize and to accept. If my income is up and down, then my my energy is also up and down. If my income is stagnant and stuck, my energy is stagnant and stuck, right? I'm not allowing the energy to rise, to grow, to expand. So we have to accept that, (laughs) So figure out where your energy is at. Is it up and down? Is it stagnant? Is it just stuck down? Like just, it's okay. We're going to admit it because when we admit it, we can fix it. We can shift it. So 
Now, especially for the person who's experiencing up and down income. So um, maybe you have a, I mean, I've seen it in so many clients recently. It's like you have a 30K cash month and then you drop down to a five-figure month. You have a 50K sales month and then you're back down to your 20K months. You have your first five-figure month and then you have a 3K month the next month. I mean, it, whatever it is, you need to look at why you are struggling to hold the energy slash whatever you want to call it. Hold the energy, hold the goal. What this means is there's there's two things that are going to be required for you to hit a next level income goal or even to stabilize. And that is what we're going to call holding the goal, which by that I mean um, deciding that you're going to have, let's say, a 30K cash month and then Redeciding that, recommitting to it every day, no matter how things are looking, how things are going, it's just decided. But what people tend to do is they start to settle, they start to give up, they start to make stories in their head. Well, it could have been a 30K cash month, but then this happened, so it's fine if it's not. Or, you know, I really am ready for my 30K months, but. I don't need it. I'll be fine if I just make 10K or 20K or whatever, right? We, we start to settle. We start to drop the goal is what I would call it. And the other thing that's required is to hold your energy, which is the same thing, except when you have an income goal, intuitively, you're going to know what needs to shift in your beingness to go to the next income. So it might be that you're gonna be a little bit louder online. It might be that you're gonna be more confident. It might be that you're gonna be um, more, um, maybe maybe the energetic goal is just holding the goal, right? Um, there's things like this that come through for my clients. A lot of the time it could even be, they're gonna be more present. They're gonna be more in their life. Um, I know, believe it or not, yes, that can lead to more income if that's what you're intuitively feeling called to step into. So there's this energetic goal. There's this there's this thing that's going to shift in your being that you just know and it's the same. It's like you just kind of know. Like if I was if I was a little bit more like this energetically, a little bit more in my power, a little bit more confident, whatever, I would be hitting the 30k months. I just intuitively know that. So you have both. You have the 30k goal that you don't want to drop and you have the energetic goal you don't want to drop. But just like we drop the money goal, we also drop the energetic goal because we get sick, we have a busy week, we get tired, we start doubting, we start wondering if it's even worth it. So this is the perfect segment into what stories do you have around what is required to hold the goal or hold the energy that aren't serving you? And here's your red flag. Clients will tell me, like, oh, I feel like I can breathe now that I signed my client. Or I had this big, my big month, now I feel like I can relax. This is your red flag. That is the issue. Holding a big goal and believing that, you know, having a big goal is stressful. Having a big goal is tiring. Having a big goal is hard. These are lies. These are limiting beliefs. And if that's what you believe is required, right? Like, we okay, have this big goal. I'm on my biggest month. Now I have to stress. Now I have to hold my breath until I get there. Now I need to focus and work really hard, whatever it is, right? You're not going to be able to continually hold it. You're going to be just clenching your fists, crossing your fingers, hoping the client comes in so you can go, oh, 
I can breathe again. I can rest. I can relax. You can hold a big goal continually from here on out without ever feeling like it's stressful or like you can't breathe or like you can't relax. In fact, the way that you're realistically going to hit the big goal, sustainably hit the big goal, is doing so in an energy of, I have this huge goal and it's all for fun, so I refuse to stress about it and I'm going to be relaxed and trusting and leaned back and allowing. So then when you cross the goal... There's no, right? There's no like, there's no need to relax. There's no need to rest because you've been relaxing and resting the whole time, right? There's no breather to take because you've been breathing fully the whole time. That's how it should feel. So I want you to look at any pattern you have where you've been telling yourself holding the energy or holding the goal is hard, exhausting, tiring, stressful, because it doesn't have to be. That's just a story that you have made up or that you've taken on. That is not actually true. And it's actually, you're not, you're not really doing it if that's how you're doing it. Okay. Number two, what part of you likes the chaos, likes being stressed? So this came up with a client where she realized this pattern. And I and I've I've had this come up in little ways, and I know um Lots of my clients have had this come up. So you want to look at this and identify, is this just a pattern for you, right? We want to bring awareness to this. Now, some of you are not going to resonate with this, but some people who have had chaotic relationships, chaotic upbringings and lives, which is probably a lot of us, you experience this where it's like you let things be good for a while, but then it gets boring, right? My client and I were just talking about how for us, Business is actually really easy and sometimes it gets so easy that it makes you want to quit or it makes you not really want to quit business, but maybe you've had a pattern of quitting things. We think people quit things because they're too hard, but sometimes people quit because they're too easy. They're not thrilling enough. They're not challenging enough, right? We don't allow ourselves to relax into the ease that things can really be for someone who is as talented and um, worthy as you. So look at this. Do you have this come up in your life? Do you have this come up in your relationship where your relationship will be really, really good and then you kind of have to pick a fight because, I don't know, you just thrive on chaos. You need a little bit of chaos. You need it to keep things spicy. You need it to keep things interesting. We do this in our businesses too. Okay, things are going well. I'm having, I had a big income month. And then as soon as you have the big income month, it's like, oh, but to grow, I need to look for problems right? Or things can't be that good. Something must be broken. And then even though you just had your best month, you're looking at how this launch didn't do that good or how this client dropped out or this payment didn't come through or so-and-so said something about you or you got triggered. Like you start looking for problems because you just thrive on chaos. Now you get to bring awareness to this and you get to decide you do not thrive on chaos. You thrive You just thrive. That's who you are. That's why even though you had a failed launch, even though not every client ends up being the perfect client, even though the payment didn't come through on time, even though whatever, you still had a big month because you are the kind of woman who just thrives. You are the kind of woman who runs a successful business. You are the kind of woman who doesn't need perfect circumstances to be abundant. Get into your power around this. You can decide to let this pattern go. 
you can decide to let this belief go and you can lean into more ease and you can go go train for a marathon or something if you need a challenge, <laughs> you know? Or, or do something in your business that's new and fresh, but don't look for problems to feel mentally stimulated, okay? So that's something I want you guys to look at. Now, number three, I'm gonna be really honest with you guys. This is mine. <laughs> this is my big thing that I have fallen into in a lot of areas in my life is a part of me, a big part of me, that wants to stay normal. A lot of us will do this because of our families. And it's not because of our families. It's just because you love your family and you fear that if you become too not normal, you won't have family. You won't have people that love you. You won't have people that get you. There's this quote, right? It's lonely at the top. And I'll be honest with you, I feel like I'm still working my way to the top, but the version of the top I've gotten to, it is kind of lonely. And I still have family that loves me. I still have friends that love me. I still have a partner that loves me, even though there are people in my family who love me and don't get it. There are friends who love me and don't get it. My partner can love me and not really get it or not be there or not be doing the same thing. That's fine. I've seen this come up a lot with clients and their relationships, right? What if I grow so much, I make my partner feel bad about themselves or you know, right now we're on the same page because we were making the same amount of money financially. But what if I make so much money, I can do whatever I want and he or she doesn't want to do those same things. It's like, yeah, what if? I don't know. (laughs) You know, these are things that are scary because you love your partner. That's why you're with them. Same with family. And I can tell you from experience, we do this with um, health and weight and body image too right? Um, If your family really thrives on eating a lot of food and that's how they bond and and things like that, it's like, it can be scary to be healthy. It can be scary to let yourself truly thrive nutritionally, right? Because it's like, well, then I'm not going to be picking out on these things that we bond over, that we have fun over, that has been my entire upbringing. So there's a lot of ways we can self-sabotage here. Same in relationships, people do this too, where it's like, um, you know, this is kind of different, but it's kind of the same with your relationship of like, the better I let my relationship be and the more I let the person in and the more love I let myself feel, then the more I have to lose. And people feel the exact same way in their business. The better my business is, the more ease it brings me, the more money I make. What if I lose it? And I've actually had clients ask me this so much. And I feel like what was freeing for me, and people usually hate when I say this, by the way, so prepare yourself. (laughs) Because we tend to be very stubborn. But for me, it's really freeing to be like, you know what? I would rather give this business a full, full shot. I would rather experience being a millionaire and fail than never experience being a millionaire. I would rather experience having a business that brings me limitless abundance and incredible amounts of ease and flow and flexibility than never experience that, even if I have to lose it, right? I just choose not to worry about losing it. Like losing it, I get, I mean, part of me, of course, believes I'd never lose it, but then who knows? I don't know. Like I'm not a fortune teller. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. So 
why am I not freaking out about that? Well, what's the point of freaking out about it? I guess if I never create it, then I don't have it to lose. And I guess I might feel safe that way, but I'd rather have something that's terrifying to lose than have nothing to lose, (laughs) you know? So it's interesting, these little thoughts, these patterns, these habits that could come from who knows where, probably your childhood as everything tends to, but hold you back. Well, I don't want to build that much success. It, it would suck if I lost it. Well, doesn't it kind of suck to never let yourself build it? Doesn't it kind of suck to never let yourself go for your full potential? Because that sucks to me, you know? And this whole normal thing. I mean, I did this with 20K months big time. I mean, a lot of you who know my story, you will know I was doing 20K months on average for like three years straight. And the reason was not because I didn't have a good strategy, not because I didn't know what I was doing, Sometimes I lied to myself and said I was just content there and didn't need any more. But I I was also secretly journaling and hiring coaches and saying how I really wanted to grow. Uh-oh, my computer just did something funky. Okay, here we are. But um, because it was kind of like I knew going to 20K months was a risk because I wouldn't be as normal. So I, I just like, you know, I I tiptoed into it and I and I – just, you know, tightened my jaw and was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'll do it, but I'm nervous. And then I feel like I got there and nothing really changed. Everyone still loved me, you know, that loved me before. And I still felt like I had a pretty normal life. I mean, I lived in a very normal home and a normal neighborhood and had normal friends and normal life and normal clothes and nothing like it was, I wasn't rich. I didn't feel rich even. I just felt normal. And so people still saw me as normal. And I didn't have to be super bold online. It was like, I could just be bold enough, but I could still hide and stay normal. And so it was almost like a relief of like, okay, it's safe here. I took the risk. I took the chance. I got here and it's safe here. I like it here. I'm comfortable here. And my next goal I really wanted for those whole three years was 50K. And I'd let myself hit it sometimes and it would drop right back down. And I couldn't hold the energy because I also thought that holding the goal of 50K was just kind of stressful because I didn't know how I would do it. And I had to kind of push and hustle to get there. That was a lie. But then I would never let myself stay there either because A, it was kind of exhausting and it didn't need to be. But B, I just kind of knew that like making 50K and 100K months would like be unfathomable to people. It would really be mind blowing. And so... That was so scary, you know, to feel very unrelatable and 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 whatever. And I I feel I still feel so normal. <laughs> Even making six figure months, it's hilarious. I mean, I have so many moments in my day where I'm like, this is so funny. Um, I mean, like, I literally had my my last client who signed on, she paid in full, which was super exciting. And so she paid 25K in full. And like, literally, I kid you not, the moment the payment notification came through, I was cleaning up dog poop out of my bathroom. (laughs) And it's like moments like that during the day where it's like, people don't, people would just never think this is like what somebody who makes millions of dollars is doing is picking up dog poop. Maybe I shouldn't be picking up dog poop, but my dog pooped in the bathroom, so I had to pick it up. You know what I mean? And, and, And still in that, and I wasn't high vibe during it. I was pissed off, like aggravated at my dog. Like, why are you like this? Why do you do this? mad at myself, whatever. And, um, 
still receive that payment. So you don't have to be perfectly high vibe. You don't have to hold this energy of perfection and and um, luxury and, and whatever. You can make 25K pay in fulls picking up dog poop. Can we quote this for Instagram? Can we put this on a quote image? Team, that would be amazing. <laughs> um, you'll be normal. You'll still be normal. And people won't even be able to fathom it. And you might, and I think this is the other thing, just like I had to accept, like, I might lose it all and that would suck, but I want something worth losing. I want something that's terrifying to lose. Like, I want life to be that good. Same thing with not being normal. It's like, maybe those closest to me won't like me anymore. Maybe they'll be too triggered to be my friend, too triggered to spend time with me, too triggered to, 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 to whatever, right? Maybe my family will talk badly about me or think I'm lying or not really want me around because they feel like I'm too good for them or whatever, right? And A, that literally did not happen, which is great because it shouldn't happen because anyone who would not like you because you're allowing yourself to have the, the most success that you're capable of doesn't deserve to be a part of your life anyway. You know, even if they're your parent, even if they're your sibling, even if they're your bestie, like, that's not a best friend. That's not that's that's not someone that deserves to be in your life. So it's even accepting that like, okay, it's worth it. It's worth it. I'm willing. I'm willing to give it a shot and see what happens. Um, and usually these things that we're so scared of too, of like not being normal and everyone leaving us and whatever, doesn't even happen anyway. And I would be lying if I said there weren't a few moments where I've had like someone gets triggered or I've heard someone saying something like that they thought I was lying or that's happened quite a few times, but it's just not that big of a deal. It's like a conversation to have or not to have. And it hasn't, it hasn't ruined any relationships. It's just kind of like, I get that people don't get it and it is real and I do have it and it's worth it. And I'm proud of myself. You know what I mean? So, um, but I would be so lying to you guys. Let's be real. If I, it's like, you'll get to a level where I feel like I'm, I'm allowed to have a seven figure business that's normalized. Everyone knows it. My family gets it. My friends get it. The people who follow me from high school get it. Like there's no, it's not weird anymore. It's like, it just kind of is what it is. Yeah. People are shocked by it, but whatever. But now going to multi six figure months, multi seven figure years, I would be lying if I said it's not the same exact block coming up because it's annoying, but it's the layers of the onion. You literally just have these patterns that like you kind of get through when you get to a new level you get comfy, you feel safe. And then when you decide to go to the next level, a lot of the time you're just going to be literally doing the exact same work. Same with the inner child work, same with limiting belief work, same with um, money beliefs that came from your childhood. You'll literally be reworking through all of that. So if you're getting annoyed with yourself, which I know I have of like, oh, Taylor, why can you not just drop this? Because it's, I don't want to say it's a part of who you are because you can be whoever you want to be and you can shift these easily, but they're gonna shift easily when you stop being a jerk to yourself because they come up. They come up for all of us. We all just have these things that are ingrained in us because we grew up with them because they came up during you know, times where our brain was really developing and because they are important to us because they have things to do with the people that we love the most. So let's just like not... I feel like one of the core messages of this podcast, which wasn't what it was really meant to be, but is so important, is like, just don't be hard on yourself. It's all good. You're working through the same stuff you've been working through for six years. I'm working through the same stuff I've been working through for six years. 
but we still get to continually up level and we still get to continually allow an abundance. And I bet if anyone here knows, if you're like, yeah, I'm hard on myself, when you, when you just let yourself off the hook a little bit more, just keep doing the work you're doing, but let yourself off the hook a little bit. You'll be mind blown how quick, how, how much quicker things can even move forward. Cool. Awesome. You guys, I love you guys. Thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you in next week's podcast. Bye guys. Real quick before you go, if this episode gave you value, got you inspired, or has you feeling more confident than ever about your big goals, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a review? It would mean the absolute world to me and it helps other powerhouse women just like you find this show, which is truly the best gift that you could ever give me. So thank you in advance for leaving a five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon.